Welcome to This Guy's Sick. It's just me and Tian today. It is. Just hey, the hey. two of us. And we've got another Cyber Psycho for you. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been a while, man. It has, man. Where the fuck have you been? It has. Uh, Jerking off. You hurt your arm. I heard you I hurt did. Your arm. I did do my arm in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Masturbating or? Well, you know, I thought it was a good time to give the uh, the threshold change on my girlfriend and, you know, turned out for the worst. Turned out for the worst. You pop it, I, the girlfriend. Well, no, pop, I, uh, yeah. I actually tore the muscle up from my girlfriend, so... Yeah, so, I mean, how, how how long have you had this blow-up doll now? Uh, Well, years, really. Years. Um, You know, when I had the actual girlfriend, it didn't really work, so... Yeah, so you weren't, you, you weren't using it when you had an actual girlfriend, well, in it? Well... Well, you were using it more, oh, actually. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, that's what happens to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we've got another Cyber Psycho today. And yeah, this is a really weird one. Uh, different to Luca, because... This one has some, he may not actually be a cyber psycho. I mean, that's, we'll touch on that at the end, yeah. I think. Uh, we are talking about the drowned god creator, Harry Horse. Born Richard Horn, yep. but known as Harry Horse. Uh, he was born in 1960. He, the weird thing about him is, because a lot of people that commit crimes and murders and things like that, you hear this stuff about their childhood being bad, but there's nothing nope. with this guy. It, really, it seemed well, as though he was really well looked after, actually, yeah. Yeah, the well-to-do family like rich family went to a nice good school and uh there's nothing to report there no. other than he liked art as a kid yeah no it, from what we read up ultimately he was pretty successful actually all the way through um and then out of nowhere obviously this kind of downhill spiral happened happens to him and the weird thing is his family was were quite supportive of him throughout his career but even after with the crime that has been committed they are adamant that he's innocent and, yeah. and that his name has been besmirched and there he's like, I think he's his brother still pushes today to like sort like you know fix this problem yeah. there, there, there's there's information missing and, and well, it's true especially with like obviously when the article probably came out it probably was a small kind of story not many people knew about but then obviously now the, the, you the know, internet the internet gives you so much more freedom to play older games that people probably skipped you know, once one big review comes out from a YouTuber, everyone goddamn knows, you know? Yeah, and there's something like this. Um, there's not a lot on him, actually, out there. You've got the um, Nexpo did a documentary on him. Yes. It's yeah. a really, really well-done really documentary. Good, yeah. re- re- really in-depth. It's only a half hour long. So this, this episode is probably not going to be too much longer than that because everything we're going to cover here, outside of a few little bits that we picked up on ourselves, yeah. a lot of it is going to have been mentioned in that. I would check that out. If you like this story, I would check out his video as well. Um, so, yeah. So, nothing to report about his home life. No torturing animals. No nope. no getting molested. No, nope. nothing. No, no like, history of, you know, abusive women. Nothing like that. It's just simply this guy was a straight-edge guy. And out of nowhere, this game kind of just shows the cracks in his uh, mentality. It showed the cracks in his mentality. And then some of his art that he did, which we'll get yes, on to later yeah. as well, is weird. His music that he did wasn't weird. It's 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 a strange story. So we start really with him at age 18 working for a law firm. And his parents were adamant that he works in law and gets yeah. a good job because they're, you know, they're well-to-do family. And they yeah. go, yeah, I want my son to be a doctor. I want him to be a professor. Yeah. I want him to be a lawyer, that kind of thing. But he quits the, the law. Work. Yep. yep. He's not interested, and he he fucks off to 
um, Edinburgh to be an artist at age 18. And he sneaks into art classes at Edinburgh University. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a pro move. Right without there. paying, just lies his way through. And there's a direct quote from him on it, which is fantastic, where he says, uh, if you look like a student and you act like a student, you basically are one. Yeah. And that he, he got a free education, didn't pay, he blagged his way through it. And it was all, all art uh, and it paid off for him because even though he didn't get a doctorate and he didn't get anything out of it no. what he learned and and understood from being there propelled him to make his first children's book called yep. uh Ogopogo. Mm-hmm. and again he blacked his way through that too. yes he did <laughs> yeah because um obviously that book was very very successful at the time as a child's book yeah um i mean hell i'm pretty sure i've seen it over here in some of the bookshops yeah and he's other one the polar bear one that came, that was yep. that's i think that's his biggest children's that book that was yeah um, and obviously, you could see that there was obviously a lot of like uh, inspiration from Edinburgh coming into the first book, Ogopolo. Yeah. Um, so you, you can tell that he's obviously he's passionate about doing this art. So I think he made the right choice. But we do have we do have an inkling here, right, from both lying his way for university and him phoning up book publishers, pretending to be an agent, trying to tout, "Hey, have you heard of this guy, Harry Horse? He's got a great book. Uh, I haven't signed him yet. I'm thinking of signing him, but what do you think?" Yeah. And they were like, "Send us his work," and then they published him. Like, of he is he is lying a lot. Oh yeah, to get his own way. He is. Um, it's manipulative. It's very manipulative. Yes, which is something that you typically see with murderers, especially smart murderers, intelligent murderers. Like, yeah, typically they'll be manipulating people in order to either faint their true intentions or to get themselves ahead in some way and it's it's after his first book that we start to hear stories from his close friends about him having a temper and uh you know he went off on an art dealer once calling him a parasite and this disgusting degenerate and you do not understand art you sell it you steal it from the artist to make a profit and i hear this real temper so this started to come in and it does show that he does not violent because they're talking about but he would blow up he'd yeah. get angry and explode it's a very and, short fuse yeah yeah so obviously he's got a history with art music uh, the band he was in was called Swamp Trash I listened to some of their stuff uh, upon getting ready to do this and it's like folk music yeah I mean it, kind of what you thought I thought at first when I saw the name I thought maybe a bit grungy kind of stuff. Yeah, like people with dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. Music, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, people yeah. with dreadlocks banging bongos or something. That's kind of, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And it's more folky than that. And it, it's not bad. It's just quite good. And we'll get into that a little bit then. Yeah. And um, then, you know, during all this time, obviously, he met his wife, Amanda, he met during this time. And uh, she was a fan of his music. That She was like a groupie. And they, they actually had like releases. Like the, there's music videos online. You oh, can wow. find old ones from like the 89 or something. And uh, yeah, so I actually wrote some notes on his music. So while we're on the subject of his music, we may as well talk about it. It was a mix between like redneck bluegrass. Okay, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Folk music and then Celtic folk oh, music as well. Okay, like like a big, music yeah, a big stuff. mix of that in there. Interesting. It, it, it was pretty good. And he not only played the guitar, he sung. And the vocals are really good. Wow. The guy's talented, right? So yeah. this is the weird thing. His writing is good. His artwork's good. His music's good. Uh, creativity is where he wants to be in life it's what he's after it's where he wants to go yeah and i mean that's the bizarre kind of dichotomy i suppose of how everything else seems amazing but then obviously this game comes out and it's just a jumble of creative it's, it's, it's all over the place the it's game. all over yeah, yeah. um it's mad yeah and uh, so how he got into the game was he 
uh, forged a document that was meant to be written in the 1800s. So again, fakery, mm. forgery, um, and it was like a fake history of mankind. Okay. And he kind of forged this, and people were like, oh, wow, this is real, this is new. And it was just to promote, oh, I've got a game coming out. I don't know if you saw any of his artwork at all, like his actual drawings and stuff. Um, I saw a little bit from the, the game as well as a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because all, all, all the game stuff is from his mind. Oh, yeah, well, that's artwork. it, yeah. It's kind of like, um, it's very surreal. A lot of uh, politics involved in his his artwork. There was a yeah. lot of... Uh, like stuff about Iraq and things like this is late. This is his later artwork. Um, yeah. You know, it's d- demonic at times, really dark, uh, e- evil shit, to be honest. And you can see the cracks in the artwork, oh, right? Yeah. He, he played heavily in, in all of his stuff on conspiracy themes, which, mm-hmm. which the game is Entirely massive, based massive based on yeah. that. For, for me, like the look of it, the aesthetics of it, Personally, I actually really like I do as his, well, yeah. his artwork. And like, obviously, you've yep. seen my art. It hangs around. It's not in the yep. studio, but it hangs around hangs my home. Over, and yeah. I, I have like a sort of esoteric weird art style. And I like seeing this shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I am getting a tortured artist vibe yeah. from him very, very quickly. That there's it's The art means more to him than a lot of people will realize. And yeah. I, I think that is going to come into play as we get towards the crimes and the issues so we've set up his early life we know where he's come from it's not there's not too much negativity right no. it all seems quite positive yeah he's lied and he's this but he's got what he wants he's got a beautiful wife he's got his band yeah and he, he's now got this video game coming out called the drowned god and it's got hype as well because obviously hype he's managed to forge his way to people believing that this is a genuine thing yeah so. and it's it's, it's an esoteric game about the origins of mankind and it features like all the most popular conspiracy theories of the day yeah yeah i mean it is jam-packed with stuff yeah honestly. Like aliens uh aliens, humans being bred in yeah, machines all got, kinds of stuff yep yeah, robots you got everything it's mad Honestly, Illuminati, like all yeah. kinds of wacky crap. All, all of it is in there. And and here's the weird thing about it. Back in 96, these weren't that popular, no. these conspiracies. Oh, I know no. X-Files was out and stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that, the, not like today. Like We would call them household conspiracies yeah. that anyone will know. I mean, hell, we, we've done an episode or two on these conspiracies in yeah. general, right? But and. You know, and they do well, and there's dedicated podcasts and YouTube channels, and even ancient aliens and shit. But this is before all that. Yep. This guy's releasing a video game of it. And I wonder, do you think that perhaps this game had an influence on conspiracy media to come in the future? I mean, Given it came out in 96. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's tough to say. Um, anyone that knows even a sliver of me from the podcast, uh, I was born 1996. So I I wouldn't have even been able to have gotten into that game or known about it, anything. But I mean, obviously the fact that, you know, we had the whole conspiracy boom of uh, 2001 with Bush, that kind of crap. I think that cracked open all of these different theories. And especially this game, after that happened, I think it blew up. I think so, yeah. Because if you look at his art, there's so much of it about the World Trade Center, so much of it about Iraq and Afghanistan. There's so much of what he was talking about that later, after the game, that he never stepped away from thinking this way and and feeling this way. And it goes to show that maybe there is some level of link to what happens worldwide. Yes. And his brain. Even though it seems delirious to the everyday person, right? But... You know, when you link up some of the, the contacts here, a little bit of the conduits, you realize, actually, 
some of this adds up. Some and of it, this adds up, especially over the next couple of years and that it, happens. It's kind of scary to look at how some of it adds up. And, yeah. and, and it's, it, you know, so from what you've seen of the game, mm. is it, I think, even though it is that, you know, 90s dated low-fi lo FMV, mm. I think it's kind of beautiful to look at. I do as well. Like, like it just, it's it, dra it draws you in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I... I watched a small gameplay video, uh, which ended up being 30 minutes of a part four, I think. There was yeah. four parts. And the first thing that I thought when I saw it was, this is very Fallout. This is very early Fallout 2 kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. graphically speaking as well, even yeah. though this is a point and click, the way the mechanics of stuff works, yeah. I love the way that looks though. Like I genuinely Oh yeah, like no, it. absolutely. And not only that, but when I looked at the artwork especially, it's very dirty and grimy and it just feels very dark and that kind of... Obviously, you're in this bunker kind of environment, and it just felt very Fallout, which I loved because, you know, huge yeah. Fallout fan. Um, and not only that, but especially from his artwork, you can tell that there's a load of steampunk thrown in. He's obviously inspired by historic Egyptian kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of a mishmash of different things. But then again, in 96, things like steampunk, while it existed, were so niche yep. that no one knew about no it. One really he, he's like a pioneer of styles that we didn't start learning about until 10 years later almost, you know, or, crazy, or, yeah. or five years later, like the, the early 2000s when people started to pay attention to steampunk. Yeah. But he's got this like clockwork steampunk yeah. stuff in his and 1996 not, game. Not only that as well, but his steampunk is so similar to the steampunk we think of nowadays, even though it's low res artwork. Yeah. It's crazy because he's already like 10, 20 years in the future of how we view it now. And it's mad. It is. I don't know if you ever played the uh, the games. They were like indie games on the Xbox, and then they became their own games called Decay. Oh yeah, yeah. Decay, Decay series. They they that game Decay the Decay series. I think there's three of them. Oh, everything to the drowned god. Because yep. they, they even try and use that old school FMV style in them as well. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about that. Because obviously, I'd never heard about Drowned God yeah. until you brought up that we should do an episode on this. And I played through Decay Two, I think, when I was way younger, way way younger. And then, obviously, now that you've mentioned it, there is a huge link between the art style yeah, and... Yeah, ma massive link. Yeah, and, it's mad. The guys who do who made Decay, they're still indie developers now. They're not big. Maybe we should reach out to them and ask if they know of the Drowned God and see if we get an answer from it. Because that'd be... Yeah. It, that thought came to me today, though. If I'd, if I'd thought about this a week ago when we were discussing this episode, I would have already reached out oh, to yeah. them and asked the question. 100%. But I thought about this today. Here's the thing. I'm going to ask you a question. What makes him... A, a cyber psycho. What 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 makes him what makes him a cyber psycho? So what is it? What is the official story now? Not well, not the ins and outs. Just what is it that he has meant to have done? The headline. Okay. I mean, obviously, the biggest headline was that he murdered his wife, murdered his two pets, and then proceeded to, and I quote, stab himself forty-seven times. <laughs> Yeah. Including the genitals. Yes, cut his penis off. He cut his penis off, yes. That is what makes him a cyber psycho. And the events surrounding that are very, very sad. Sad to a point that they, I found the story kind of a bit upsetting. After the success of The Drowned God, he had a sequel planned called Cult. But his wife had uh, MS. Yeah. And it began to worsen. So they moved to the Shetland Isles, uh, to a, an island there called West Borough. And as her health 
disintegrated on this little island, his mental health disintegrated well, with yeah. it. And he became very detached from people. Now, in, in um, the next Poe documentary, there is a, a quote that there are 900 people living on that island. I looked up today, there's 776 there now. That's mad. Yeah, so like, it is a very, very Especially small... Especially when you think of it. Because like, coming from where we are, right, Guernsey to the outside world is tiny. Yeah. And that number, 700, is absolutely minuscule compared to here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean we've got 70, 70 80,000 people yeah. on this island, whereas that place only has, like, maybe 800 max. This is like going to one of the little villages out west. Yeah. And that's the whole island. Yeah. You know, because we've got, we've got communities in Guernsey that do not leave their little area. Oh, Tortoval's no. one of them. You get about 2,000 people living there. Yep. A lot of them never leave that area. Nope. They have their own ecosystem, their own little shops. They won't go to the supermarket. They go to the shopper. They go, you know, we're talking that half and put it on its own island out the way. Yep. That's a very, true. very small, close-knit. Everyone would know each other. Yeah, 100%. With 700 people there, we're talking maybe 20 different family origins yeah, there. Absolutely. Which is nothing. And they're not locals. No. So I just want to point out that they are not locals, the pair of them. It, that could come into play. Absolutely, yeah. By 2006, outside of the art that was going online, I think someone was going to newspapers and his polar bear book, which was read out on Jack and Ori. Jack and Ori? Yeah, the old t- ITV, uh, oh, no, God BBC damn. TV show, Tell a Story, Jack and Ori. It was read out on that, his polar bear book. Wow, so it's, okay. It must have been a big it's book. It's a big thing, yeah. I've seen the front cover before, so I know... Yeah, I've definitely, I swear I've seen the books dotted around over yeah. my childhood. But we now move on to 2006, so 10 years after the release of the game. He's never done another video game. He's done some artwork, and it is becoming very depressing. Yeah. It's dark. It is like, there's one saying, we are all prostitutes that he did. And it's like a factory with bodies underneath it, bleeding yeah. on it. Like, he's he is... Ultimately, when you look at how damaged his head is by the end of it, you realize that... He could have done the... He could have done the... Oh, absolutely. And I mean, not only that, but especially when you look into the game's, like, messages, especially with conspiracy and the whole government and political side. I mean, I understand the message. It Like, even though we know that he's a bit off his head i can see where he's made that relation i mean every day we go to work and like ultimately we're selling our body and our time in order to do things to promote either a company or a machine yeah. or whatever right it's, so it's, i see where he's coming from it's the a lot of people will always say it's capitalism mm. but i would say it's more consumerism the perpetual motion of profit growth and stuff like that yeah capital is you earn money to put back in the business to make the business better yeah and everyone can kind of grow and earn money themselves along the way but you add capitalism with perpetual growth of consumerism buy use destroy never yeah. own anything never that shit is toxic as fuck oh absolutely the consumerist culture is really it, bad the thing is as well like if you live by that code of conduct of consumerism right what is the purpose what is the purpose of life? If you know that you're just living to live, consume, keep things, lose things, the fuck do you get to the end goal, it, it, you know? It's, it's a very strange subject because if you look at like the the right wing, capitalism is good. Capitalism is what built up. It's industry. It's competition. Yeah. It, it means you can dig yourself out of the mud if you can work hard enough. Yeah. All these things. But they won't think about the bad side of it. No, of course they won't. But then the left wing side of it is capitalism is disgusting. It's bad. Neither of them are mentioning consumerism. No. 
they're just focusing on the machine that makes it all operate, but not yeah. the, the, Never the psychological core, core of it. Yeah. But yet both are intrinsically involved in the consumerism. Both buy, like, people on the left are buying lots of shit. Oh, of course. Consuming Starbucks. You know, all this stuff is happening. That's the whole point. People yeah. on the right are doing the same thing. And it's all throwaway shit. It's meaningless. Yep. Um, five minute gratification, instant gratification. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's a machine that is mind fucking people. Yeah. So we're now in the 2006 time period. And they're living on this little island. He has cut contact with many of his friends and family. Not all of them, but in, many. Instantly about and, and so is she. She's not really seeing friends and family yeah. as well. And his rage becomes more prevalent. Oh, yeah. uh, there's locals saying that he had some outbursts in public. There's not much information on what these were, but apparently he had outbursts in, in public. And these were exasperated after his pet dog died in 96. That He then became worse. And if you look at many of the photos you find of him online, always got his dog. Mm. always got this dog course, from 96 yeah. onward he's got this little little dog with him in all of his pictures hugging it holding it See, when that dog died did it change him it must have i i'm catching on to a little bit of like a thing here well i don't know if you've noticed it but i've noticed that after his parents tried to force him into being a lawyer his empathy towards human beings is lowered and lowered and lowered a bit and you've noticed that he's got more of a relation with art and nature and especially animals yeah so maybe that's where his downgrades going where the moment that dog died you're starting to lose a connection he's going he yeah had, right? and his wife's deteriorating Worse and worse, getting wor worse and worse. And MS can be horrible. Some people mm. can re some people never ever get to a point where they're crippled and can't move. But she's yeah. basically yeah. on her way out. In the next five years, she's probably not going to be around. It's around this time, right, that you don't hear much about him. He's not in the news. He's not making books. He's not being spoken about. He's not had a video game. When he's not on the public psyche, it comes out in the media that he's died. It just is released in the media that him and his wife had died. Right. And the media reports are that they died in 2007 and they said it was an act of love and kindness. They overdosed on a cocktail of drugs. Yep. Yep. In each other's arms because she was deteriorating and he could never live without her and that he drugged the pets as well. Mm -hmm. So this is the first media re report. And it took like maybe two months before the real the story, real story came, came out, out yeah. which is where a lot of people are like, oh, they're lying. Yeah. Absolutely. They're like, why did the, why did the media even have this story? Yeah. No one knows the origin of where the media got that story. And it, but this is in this was in mainstream media in the UK because he yeah. was a slightly known person. He'd been in interviews on the BBC and things in the nineties. Yeah. You know, he was in the news. Yeah, he was in the news. He, he he had some cachet as a as an artist and as a celebrity. Yeah, it's a it's a really weird story. So like you know, as we said, she had the uh, the MS problem. And it's that they wanted to die together. But the way the media wrote about it wasn't that he had killed his wife. No. It was it was like meant to be like a beautiful thing. Hmm. A really weird thing for the media to get hold of Absolutely. and not have any sources. Not yeah. but I know and maybe it's because this island is so small, no one's talking. Yeah. It's bizarre as well, because like especially I've noticed living over here, um, that the moment something happens Especially something big, like two people dying at the same time. Yeah. That goes everywhere. Everyone knows about it. Everybody fucking knows about And we're about talking it. 2007, right? Yeah. So the internet exists. Yeah. Like, uh, this I mean, shit would be leaked everywhere in oh, 2007. Yeah. You, you're not keeping so, a lid on it. 
it's bizarre that the news tried to portray it in that way, unless it was someone that was close to the family trying to cover to it. To cover it up. Yeah. Which it, which it may have been. So, oddly enough, it took a year after this before her parents came out with the story that he had killed them. Wow. Okay. At first, the parents, her parents were going along with this... Out of love this, kind this of out thing, love yeah. story, right? So, I'm going to just reiterate that um they had some friends over the night before they died okay and the friends left but they forgot their jacket and he was saying things that night like beautiful night for a killing or like the moon is according to these friends subtle messages according to these friends or he would say to the friends like that is that is one scary mass murder moon like he was saying weird shit according to the friend now again you've got to believe that these friends yeah are telling the truth but he was he was dropping these weird hints so the following morning the friends return to the flat to pick up the to the house to pick up the jacket they left behind and the first thing they find is the dogs yeah i mean they then walk in on what was described as one of the most gruesome scenes to the point that the coroner who had been there to identify the bodies had to take two months off work because they were so grim fucking hell the first thing they found was the two dogs. Then they found the bodies, um, and they called the police. Now they didn't look too much into what happened, mm. and according to them, from what I read online, they thought they'd been murdered. They didn't think he. Had yeah, done he'd it. done it himself. So they thought there'd been a murder. Something, something horrible had happened, and they'd been murdered. I mean, you've got to give props because I, I don't know about you, but if someone can stay standing long enough to stab themselves 47 fucking times and chop his own genitals off, you would immediately think someone else has done it. Yeah. and and I can't even stomach the idea of doing it. There's some evidence to suggest that maybe that's the case as well. And um, the police never, never, to this day, have never released the full details of this crime. What we have to go on is what family members have said and what media managed to get out of people. The the police have never opened the file on what happened. Okay. Which, to me, is weird as fuck. Absolutely. Especially in a case of someone who's well-known, a celebrity. Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, not only that, but, uh, you know, if you've got one of the biggest murder cases on the island, literally a tiny fucking island, you would be devoting everything to find this out. They, They gave a weird statement. There hadn't been a crime like this. So not murder, like this. I found kind of weird wording. Yeah. For 15 years. And I was like, like this, a gruesome murder? Like, even on a small island, a murder might happen, but like this Whoa, I mean, hey, seems odd. Even relating it to here, I mean, I think the last murder we had was in 1992? No, we had a stabbing in the early 2000s. Oh, did we have a stabbing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. and then there's the Russian guy who was found in his car. Uh, yes. the car was on fire. Yes. Apparently, he set fire to himself on his own car. Yeah, but they also found a was... shotgun in the back seat, so it was yeah. like, you and, know... And uh, he was he was ex-Ukrainian ma- um, mafia or something, yep. and a Ukrainian army wanted by the Russians, which is why he came here. I was going to say, that was in... Uh, was a couple of years back. Yeah, no, that was Bose's Your Car Park, wasn't it? If I remember correctly. Somewhere, yeah. And uh, he was found burnt out in his car. Well, the last one that I remember, the last memorable one was, you know... Um, Kobo. So down Kobo, you've got that swirling road that goes down the coastline. Yeah. There's a house that's on one of those corners. And someone went in there with a shotgun, murdered a person, and then murdered himself on the front garden. Yeah, there's a few things there's a few things like that, but these are old these are quite old stories. Like murders yeah. here probably happen one in one every ten years or something. Like it takes a while for something yeah, to happen. There was I a mean, guy who killed his wife and kids, there was one of those, she had cheated yeah. on him and he did that. Yeah. But it's 
incredibly rare especially Very i mean rare. considering that this place is bigger than like 10 times bigger you know that that's massive yeah. that to have a murder like that it's not a small thing no no and to sit there and say know. oh in the early 80s there was one and now no sorry in the early 90s there was one and now there's one here yeah is that, it, it, a little weird to me i don't know how our listeners feel about this i think it's a little strange yeah so amanda that was his wife's name amanda her family got a report but his family have never, ever had a report from the police on what happened. Okay. Because the police see him as the murderer, and therefore the details outside of him stabbing himself and cutting his cock off mm. are not given to his family, no. which is fucking horrible. Because they loved her too. Like, oh, yeah, do you know absolutely. what I mean? And the families won't speak. Her family will not talk on this matter. No. They won't speak to anyone. They've kept it to themselves. All very weird. So they, he killed the wife, killed the pets, then himself. That's how the story goes. Yeah. Remember when we were talking about the original report from the media yeah, saying yeah. the cocktail of drugs? They even named the drugs. Yeah. Because some were illegal as well as like cocaine, all sorts of stuff. Literally took an overdose of all the, and they named a bunch of drugs. Uh, the toxicology report on him, which was given to his parents, no drugs or alcohol was found in the, in his system at all but yet the police are sitting there saying that a sober man cut off his own penis and yeah. stabbed himself 47 times i can't imagine no. myself doing it but then again it's not unimaginable like if you've got someone so delirious and like you said with man, the if there's views, a huge mental health issue here, yeah and he's seeing things and stuff, i mean perhaps if yeah. we if we did a bit of a summary if we backtrack summary wise right he you can see that he's into his conspiracies yeah Right, we then go forward a little bit. He's had to move away from his friends and family. He's not working he's, on games anymore. He's not working on games. He's not making his books. He's not got a creative outlook other than his artwork now. Yeah, he's, he's creativity is stifled yeah. massively. Because and he's, he's not in a city where you can get your art out. Exactly. There. You can't just talk to people and then go out in the middle of nowhere and do clubs and shit like that, right, to get yourself out. He's locked himself, essentially, on this island where all he has now is a wife that he can't get away from and have a break from because he's always got to look after her. And, and that's what they were saying. No he, he he was like her primary carer. And this is the woman he loved. I want to, I know he may have brutally murdered her. Of course, but we but don't have the he proof He was say. watching her deteriorate and deteriorate. And the original story seemed believable. Oh, yeah. This, like, cocktail of drugs, she's going to go, I'm going to go, pet's going to go, that's the yeah. end. To me, that did seem somewhat it poetic. Seems, yeah, poetic. But the truth of the matter is, it's vile, right? Oh, yeah. There's not even a... I can't even... Like on most of our podcasts, even the Luca one, we can make jokes. I find it hard to make jokes oh, about, no, absolutely. about this one because of just how fucking bizarre this situation was. Yeah, and it, it's verging on the level of, like, you can't even believe it through words. Like, without pictures, you feel as though it's impossible. But... The sad reality is, this guy was hugely mentally damaged. And you knew. And I think that actually he took the biggest blow from his wife's condition than the wife herself. Because he had to deal with it all. Yeah. All alone as well, you know? With the police, there hadn't been a murder for over 15 years. There was a borderline cover-up from the police on what the media and what people would actually see from this. Yeah. Did he fall to his mental health issues, murder his wife, his pets and himself in a brutal way, or do you think there is a possibility that someone else did this to them? Because there's no real evidence. There's no one who had problems with them. There's no, no there's no arguments. Like, like you said, yeah, you'd blow up and argue with people. Nothing yeah. that you would kill him and his wife and his pets. Over. It's not on a massive, you know, 
step wise and where'd you fall on the idea that he it could have been a conspiracy from outside because there are some forensics uh experts that have reviewed the evidence yeah. that have come out and said he didn't do this to himself they've not but seen they, her they can't see her no they're saying that the way the slashes look they look like someone else has done it to him done it to him right yeah. there's also a high court judge that wants this reopened to retrial it and look what's happened yeah. that doesn't believe the evidence but the police in scotland and the laws in in scotland are like you can't do that yeah we've sealed it and you can't do any of this and his family to this day are still pushing for it as well and they believe the same as the judge and the same as these forensic experts that he didn't do this to himself so where did you where do you where do you fall on this i mean it, it's tough ultimately because you know you've got two people chatting in each year you know you've got the police saying oh you know absolutely no way it was a cocktail that kind of thing uh toxicology is now saying oh yeah there's no drugs anything in that system so i mean it, it shows where do you rely on for the info you can't trust the police and you're not sure if you can trust forensics now because the police are yeah, and with... the media have li lied and published the story that yeah. is not fucking true yeah and i mean especially from my background over the last i mean luckily i'm out of it now for the last year but like given the past you know say two years before that I can understand the feeling of isolation and boxing yourself in and you're slowly kind of losing your will to do things that you would normally do, especially with friends and things. And you're just left with your own thoughts, right? Yeah. And that can drive you mad. Absolutely. And he has, he has an issue with his own thoughts. He, he, needs, oh, he needs the creativity to get this out yep. there because and, it drives him insane. And that's the thing. He's been, that's been taken away from him. You know, He's literally put himself in a situation where he is not to downplay his wife, obviously. It's not a condition that she could deal with. Um, but he's now trapped in a situation I don't think he was mentally or physically prepared to do on his no, own. No, no. Um, but then also, you know, it, you can't necessarily trust that he... W I mean, given his background maybe he wasn't this violent person that would go that way because no, this is just word of people this since just, he died yeah, right it, so none of this information was written about him beforehand yeah. no one was saying this about it no of course i mean i'm i would purely say that i believe that he could have done this and the reason i say that and i'm gonna explain a little bit because that that is a tough call to make oh, yeah, it is, um, it is. i would say purely from his ideals in his past games where he's obviously paranoid in some way there's something going on there there's he's something. a dark brooding guy as well like a good looking bloke actually like a lot of people saying he wasn't he looks like uh the guy who played um doc ock yes yeah, that's what he looks like but with long hair i remember the, one of the quotes on his backstory said he had a winning smile yeah like, and that that for someone to say you've got a winning smile is a massive boost but he was a brooding almost a goth right oh, like yeah. a neil gaiman-esque sort of deep thinker but it, but i still think there's a cover-up I think there's something. There's something there. I think now, did he ask someone else to help? There's, there's this problem. The mutilation of his own fucking dick. Yeah, that's is tough. a weird fucking thing. But it's like, did he fucking? I mean, again, we don't know. We don't know the extent of what happened to her, right? Is there a sexual thing there? Did he get a boner doing it? But then did there's he, no history there's, of it. There's no history of anything. Because if, if, if he was on an island that small and he was, you know, beating his wife up or he was getting there's some no sort of... no history of any of Nothing. That. Like, and especially on an island that small, people would heard about... Nothing in his childhood. Nothing. Nope. Like, she was his sweetheart as well. When Absolutely. he was in his band, he wasn't shagging groupies. and nope. He met her and that was it. And not only that, the weirdest thing for me as well is the fact that, you know, they made this concoction of love and they just died 
peacefully in each other's arms. And people believe that because he's genuinely... Because it I made think, sense to the, yeah, to the story of the Yeah, I genuinely think he was a nice guy and he'd never go as far to make that as a sexual issue. So we both think there's enough well, there to I suggest think, that something else may have happened or someone else might have been involved. Maybe, yeah, I think... Maybe I, the friends that I, left might yeah. have been involved or something, you know? I think that he did it. He did murder his wife and he murdered his pets. I think he had assistance murdering himself. Absolutely. There's, but why would that person want to cut his cock about? Well, no. Chances are he probably did it symbolically, and then that's they man, finished that's it. That's mental. But yeah, we got. We but you got to you got to bear in mind. Like, I mean, this guy's all about conspiracies, and like his brain works on a different level to everyone else's, right? Especially symbolically. So here's the thing: when you mention that, the artwork he was putting out there, the fucking Blair and Bush, and all these stuff that he was yeah. posting and stuff, like, and he would openly put artwork out that was really lifting a lid on some dark shit, real shit that was happening, mm. that he pissed someone off who was powerful and they said, fuck this cunt, let's get rid of him. Okay, right. That is that is what, because he was balls deep in the conspiracy stuff. Oh, absolutely. You, you, know, you know for a fact this guy was on forums, he was chatting his speeches, everything. And he, this cunt was doing it before anyone else. He was like a David Icke, mm-hmm. doing it in the 90s when no one else was fucking talking about fucking it. Fucking pioneer. But he was doing it on such a low scale Yeah. that he wasn't well known enough like an Icke or, or an Alex Jones or someone that people know about. Yeah. He was so low down and he was doing it through art, not through speeches, not through stage shows, not through uh, books. Oh, absolutely. Artwork and a video I game. Mean, think of how many historical figures that you think of nowadays that never got any recognition for what they did back. Yeah. There's hundreds, millions, well, maybe not millions, but there's thousands of different people in the past that have done stuff, never got the recognition, and now they're being shown that respect. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I feel like this might be one of those men. He may be on a different level because, you know, we can't prove anything that he's saying, but I feel like if it comes out that something like that has been happening and there's these conspiracies that come out to be true, he was a pioneer. He was, yeah. And and because of the crimes that were committed. It reminds me of Chris Benoit, right? Because of the crimes that Chris Benoit is linked to, and there's no... The evidence is really flawed. There's yeah. no evidence that he is the person who killed them. No, of course. Other than they know he definitely killed himself. Yep. And according to what the evidence they do have, he was the last... They know he was the last to die. So the, the official story is he killed his wife and kid and killed himself. Right, no one knows the ins and outs. There's this story of a struggle. There's, there's stories that someone else might have been involved in Benoit. But as a result, watching Benoit wrestling matches, uh, the WWE never mention him. No. They, they they won't put him in, uh, you know, best matches of all time stuff, which he had many of. He's not involved in, and he's kind of been like wiped from history. Oh yeah. And I feel like H- Harry Horse has been wiped from history too. Absolutely. And I mean, I mean. And it's like weird. I said, ultimately, we haven't got the evidence. Right? We don't. We no. can't. We can't sit here and praise a murderer so much. But he's not been proven to be a murderer. So we're going based on our own impressions of how this story is. Yeah. And his backstory. And it's hard to fucking jump off the fence and say one way or the other. Of course. It's very. It's very hard. Um, it's it's hard to me because, as I said, I find his message, I find his anti-authoritarian stand, I find his art. I find like the the direction, the style, his way of thinking that we see through his art and his video games and stuff, that kind of speaks to me. Oh yeah, well not only that, the thing that baffles me is when you look at his art, 
and when you look at his game and especially for yourself you listen to his music right yeah you're listening to it from his point of view that's from him Unfiltered exactly from his mind that's yeah. literally his mind flowing out to you and his music's like fucking happy yeah like, like it's happy and upbeat and that's it's fucking so it's so hard. it's so weird right and you know and this was a guy who wasn't afraid like this cunt was not afraid to aim high at powerful people with his message yep. and tell them to go fuck themselves was not afraid to fucking do it yep. and then he winds up dead in a brutal way that in the era that we're in now of people that criticize the Clintons being turned up dead three weeks later or leaking Hillary's emails and then being found in a car accident it won't if this happened now and it didn't happen in a small village it happened in London or something it would be it would be 100% he didn't do it yeah you know it would be no one would believe the officials it'd be like Epstein no one would believe it I briefly mentioned uh, before I just wanted to quickly say I think there might be some symbolism in what's happened if it did happen the way it did now especially with the way the murders went um, obviously we read 47 stab wounds to himself we don't know the specifics on um, how essentially he murdered his wife or his dogs or whether he was under some level of influence. They mentioned there's no issues on toxicity, um, you know, in terms of his personality uh, from outside sources. But ultimately, what I want to ask you is, do you think there is a level of like, you know, symbolism here, especially with how it went cutting down? Stuff is definitely something's going on there. Absolutely, and. Sometimes it's uh, linked to gender dysmorphia mm -hmm. and, and trans issues with people or people that have issues with their own body. Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, I have no idea. Yeah. Because the symbolism doesn't link to well, any fucking... The, con the conspiracy... No, that's the thing that comes to mind to link it to. That's the thing that comes to mind, yeah? The, the, the whole conspiracy. It doesn't link to that. It links to other shit, but we don't know. No, of course. There's a chance through some of the readings and writings that this guy may have been schizophrenic. Yeah. Oh, there's, absolutely. A, there's a chance that there was something else in his mind and that something else could very well you've murdered your wife now you need to punish yourself yeah you've murdered your wife and you need to punish her you've used to fuck your wife you love your wife mm. cut it off yeah. right do you know what i mean i get you something like that perhaps. something similar yeah i mean because the thought process that i went on and it's probably gonna sound a bit long-winded the thing is right when you think in the long term of the you know duration of what happens you always think that there's some long-winded explanation for it. But the reality is it might be something in the moment that just hits them. And they just go, fuck it. Yeah, we'll do this. Right? Because that's just what murderers do. They're so unpredictable. And for me, I can't help but feel that maybe he felt like he was losing his manhood by having to look after his wife. Maybe. We it, we don't know. It's so hard. To it's tough to say. You, you or it's put a punishment. It. The punishment thing Punishment's fits a good to one me. As well. Right? Because I see it as... You've just killed your wife, yeah, and you're in shock, but your adrenaline's going to be pumping. Oh, damn right. Yeah. You're frantic. Fuck yeah. I what mean, does a frantic guy do? Just, yeah, true. Right? He does what he can. He sees his pets and goes, can't leave them behind. Nope. Slits their throats. Yep. And now, he's, left on he's like, own. you fucking idiot. And is it slap, stab, stab, stab? Like, is it nah. multiple stabs on himself? You fucking piece of shit, what you've done? And maybe not intentionally as he's stabbing his gut and his chest he's just stabbing his bollocks and he's his legs going. and yeah. he's just gone mad 47 stabbing that's a lot yeah man I, I like that's a guy who's lost it that's frantic insane yeah. levels of murder that's the thing because like especially for me 
That's not a planned crime. Either. No, no, that's hell a, no. That's hell a, no. That, that's on just, you know, spur of the moment kind of thing, right? Yeah. But like, when you see it on paper, you go, 47, that's quite a lot. But when you think about that applying in an actual situation where someone does that, holy shit. Yeah. Like, either this guy was made of steel and he just kept going. Or, you know, think about it realistically. You take one bullet wound to the thigh, you're dead. You bleed out. This guy stabbed himself 47 times. I can't remember what size the blade was. I'm sure it did. It was a kitchen it. knife. It was a kitchen knife. Yeah. Fucking those things are long, man. <laughs> like He's done himself with a kitchen knife. So we're talking maybe the smallest is about three inches. A three inch blade. Three inch blade. The biggest is about eight. Like Jesus Christ. We Again, we don't know what knife well, no, he used. But if it's... If it, fuck me. I mean, even one stab, it might not kill you. It's, the, the pain you're going to feel... Even two, three, four, four? You're going to stab yourself four times and that's not going to, you're not going to stop? How are you not going to like calm down from that? Because usually when you're in that frantic mode, and I I get it. When I was younger, I used to get angry at video games, right? I'd punch something and I'd sort myself out. Because I'd realize I've hurt myself or whatever. And you kind of snap yourself back to reality. But this guy, he's feeling the pain. The adrenaline's wearing off. You know, he's starting to get rid of all that anger and that angst. And he's just fucking, he's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Even through all of that. I think when someone gets stabbed 47 times, it does make you think someone else did it. It's, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other case where someone stabbed them, themselves that many times. No, Not off the no top way. of my head. Maybe there is. Maybe some there serial killer nut or something would know, or murder nut would know. But it just well, seems... I mean, let us know if there's cases out there, obviously, that there is someone that's done something similar. We'd love to hear other stories that we can maybe cover at some point. Yeah, yeah, because we're covering a lot more of this stuff now. Obviously, we did Luca Magnata. This is a very, very different case. We're trying to tie him in to topics we've spoke about in the past. So, obviously, he developed a video game. This happened in recent history within, you know, 2007. I mean, within so my lifetime. 14, 15 years ago now. Yeah. And we... With Luca, he used the internet to do his crime. So we're kind of trying to stick to stuff. I think we're going to do the um, Elliot Rogers, the incel killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to yep. do him and what going oh, to the mad. forum posts and shit he was yep. doing. I think we're going to do and- Andreas Breverick as well. Nice. The Norwegian nice. guy who shot all the people on the island. And, was and, uh, Elliot, and he, Elliot Rogers was the guy that uh, filmed himself, didn't he? Yeah, filmed videos of himself talking in the yep. car and all that, yep. yeah. Um, and, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that YouTuber who went to, he had a YouTube channel uh, that had about 10,000 followers, people watching it. He kept talking about seeing ghosts and talking things. Then he went to work and locked all the doors and shot his workmates and then turned the gun on himself. And we're going to talk about, you know, oh, how man. no one stepped in and all this stuff. There's lots for us to oh, talk about that, with this that, stuff. Can I, can I make a request? Because I, I fucking love these topics. Do you remember the story of the Bjorn Stalker? Yes. Fucking, I would love to cover that. Because there is fucking loads of videos of this madman. We're going to do a lot more of that. We're still going to do the normal episodes. The, Absolutely. The, 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 the yeah. normal episodes we do. But I think we're all feeling a little bit, not burnt out, but we've done a lot on games. Yeah. And a lot on movies and Marvel different. and anime. We're going to be doing Cowboy Bebop, I mean, Netflix, and how Netflix has ruined it. That for sure is going to come up. Yeah. So you're still going to get the same content. Yeah. But we're going to be doing more of this darker shit yeah and i mean i'm excited because i'm not burnt out at all i'm burnt out with work but i fucking want to be back here boys and yeah thanks for listening to our second cyber cybercoast topic Ooh, so yeah nice